right, so... I just had a vision yesterday. In this vision, I was running around these projects and they looked like they could have been from my hometown, but I really think they was probably here in Houston. And I just felt like I was doing a whole bunch of nothing. I was just running around and trying to survive, really. I didn't really have nobody. Wasn't nobody really looking out for me for real. And it was just this one dude, this one guy. He was like light skinned, a little chunky, but not fat. And I felt safe around him. I felt so safe around him. And all I know is in the midst of me running around these projects, all I know is in out the blue, I was about to hit the gate. And I just started, like, feeling so sick, like I was about to pass out. And at one point, he was about to leave me. He had almost left me behind. And it's whatever if he would have left me. Because, like, I ain't been with him the whole time. So, I'm going to have to survive either way it go. But I just... I don't know why, but he didn't leave me. But he was about to, and I had said something about it, and he was like, yeah, you're right, but, you know. And we got past it, but I was about to pass out. I felt so sick. It's like he really cared for me like a big brother or something. And... I was about to go to his car, but he had locked the doors like he wouldn't let me in his car. And that was also, I think, had something to do with him just about to leave. But then he had let me in the car, and I was in the car just feeling so sick, so sick. Like, I don't know what's going on in my body. I don't know what I'm going through. Like, all I know is, like, something don't feel right. You know, I I feel like I'm finna die or something. And then I noticed, like, I'm running from somebody. Like, I'm hiding from somebody. I don't want them to catch up to me. Like, it's a big, like, 10-foot black demon I'm running from. And I was able to get away and keep away from them for at least, like, three days. And I was with him for three days. And he was just so protective over me. He was so you know, consider it was like, why do I feel like this hard to come by? It shouldn't be hard to come by. This shouldn't be so rare that a black man protect a black woman. That even though he on he ain't on her for only three days, but he treat her better than anybody in her life right now. He ain't even doing hardly nothing. He just, you know, doing a little more than everybody else. He ain't even doing much. And I've just been going through that a lot lately. So many people around me. And I feel unsafe. I don't feel protected. I feel placed in harm's way. And I feel like it's just so... Like I'm alone. I don't have nobody. I only got God. I can only depend on God. And 
when it come to God, I didn't ask him to get me out of the situation so many different times at this point. The, you know, it's not the only thing, but I just know that to expect from God is like that I still got my life. So that's really how it feels. Like I'm, I'm just alive at least. So I'm surviving and all I know is I must have, I felt so sick because the demon must have caught on to me or must have caught up with me and was finding me. So I started hiding and everything in his car. I started trying to get real low in the front seat, in the passenger seat. And I was like, they near me, they near. I already know they near. I can feel it. And he was like, you don't got to worry about none of that. Like, you good. I got you. If you sick, stay here in the car. And, you know, I'm going to go do. He went in, I think he was selling drugs. Um, but. I was just in the car and we was just talking. And most of the time, I wasn't even aware. But I did know I was with him for three days. And I did know that he had my back a little bit, was protecting me. And all I know is like, I just started talking like, you know, saying stuff that I'm going through in my body. And he was like, yeah, I know. I know all that. I know this. I know that. And I'm like, how you know this stuff? Like, how come I can't get, I, I can't really, you know, I don't really know how much you know, but I do. It's weird. It's like, and I black out, and I don't know who it is you talking to or who talking to, who talking to through me. And I don't know who you're dealing with, and I don't know what you're going through. And I don't know how you, you know, even putting up with it or whatever, how you feel, what they saying to you or what, like. But he just was responding to me. I kept blacking out. But every time I came to, he still was treating me with respect. He still was looking out for me. So I'm like, you different, but for real, for real, this is supposed to be the norm. You're supposed to expect this from people. Just common courtesy. And, you know, I don't know. It's a lot more to ask for these days, what I've been dealing with lately, but... He knew some things, and I'm just, like, trying to figure out how much you know. And I asked him, like, what you with him or something? And he, like, like I can't even believe you questioned my character like that, you know? The worst thing I did was just about to leave. That's it. You know, but I'm still here and stuff. And I was like, man, I can't put your life in danger. Don't tell me nothing personal. Don't tell me where you stay or nothing, like, because they might come for you. And he, like, I'm good, you know? And I'm just, like, still trying to understand, like, you know, why? Why am I like this? Like, why is things like this? What's going on in my life right now? I don't understand why I'm so unsafe. I don't understand what I'm going through. But I do know that every single time I think somebody got my back, I always end up on the streets with nothing. Nobody look out for me. And it's I guess it's just a blessing from God that this guy just decided to. You know, maybe somebody prayed for me. I don't know. They don't feel like nobody praying for me, nobody care about me, nobody looking out for me or nothing. But yet I'm having these random different visions where I'm with different people and they showing different sides. Sometimes I'm with people, no, most of the time I'm with people and they just put my life in harm's way. They don't care nothing about me and I'm just not, you know, valued. 
then every every blue moon, every once in a while, I get you know somebody defending me, actually care about me and looking out for me, and I don't know what I don't know what to, I don't know how to call it. I just know that you know when I'm praying to God. You know, I'm fighting. I'm fighting to get in God's presence. I'm fighting to stay in God's presence. I'm going through so much. But when I'm in these visions, they don't matter. Like, it don't matter. It, God is there. I know God is always with me. But, like, he not, it's not like what it is now. Like, I don't know if I'm praying to it's even God, you know. And that's the craziest part about it, because it's like, if that's the case, then I can be gone. I don't have to keep being treated like this, but I don't know. If the prophecy really what is it what is supposed to be on my life, if it's real, or just the fact that I know that God love me, he's going to bring me out of this, okay, I'm going to be all right, you know, then I'll figure it out. I'll be okay. I'll survive. That's what I've been doing. And it's only up from a situation like this. It's, it's I don't want to say it can't get no worse because it can. Every time I feel like it can't get worse, it do. So I don't know. But I do know that, you know, I'm suffering for Christ for sure. Because if I had sold out or if I had just decided, you know, well, God ain't worth it because he ain't doing this and he ain't doing that. Or if I would have took whatever from whoever this is, whatever is after me. I would just, you know, I just been sold out. I'd probably be in a situation that seemed like it's better, but it ain't. And I'd definitely be going to hell. And, you know, I feel like everybody's saying, well, you dumb. You stupid for this. Let this go. Let that go. You know, stop praying. Don't matter. You know give up on God and it's like God didn't bring me this far to get for me to give up on him I don't be understanding really what's going on because I think I'm praying to God and I seen some things like I seen holes in my hands chains falling off my heart and a whole veil removed from my mind I seen a vision from when I was 12 of my future I seen I've been my purpose and destiny been revealed I seen a demon come off my sister and her child I just seen some things, and I just, I don't understand. Like, how could this not be God, you know? The Bible say that Satan will be able to perform signs and wonders like an angel, like the son of man in the last days. So, there's really no telling what that consists of. But the Bible always also says that a, a kingdom divided against itself shall not stand, will not stand. So, I came to this conclusion. If they really is pulling demons off of me and my family, you know, obviously it's for a bigger reason, you know, like I'm going to pull this one off because I want to keep you from that or something. But that only means one thing. It shall not stand. It will not stand. And the Bible says at the end of the, at the, end of the Bible, it says that Jesus will win. So when it comes down to it, you know, Either it's Jesus and he's doing this and I'm protected and thank you, Lord, for everything you're showing me and everything you're doing in my soul and my heart. Or it's Satan and he's going down very soon and he knows it because 
things would never get this bad for me if it, if that was not the case. You know, when you ain't doing nothing, Satan don't, don't bother you. He let you sabotage yourself. But when you're fighting for God, he don't never stop. He don't never let up off you because you're a threat. So, I know I'm going to be all right. I know I'm going to be good. You know, I guess God just got me here in this situation observing, you know, all the different people and all the different situations that need his help, that need him, that could really use God, that could really use a word from him, a touch from him, a miracle, something. So he got me here praying for them. A lot of times in these visions, I feel like, what can I do? I'm not doing nothing for them. Like, I'm so down bad. I can't even do much for myself but pray. I don't have nothing to give nobody. And anybody who helped me is out the kindness of their heart genuinely because they ain't got nothing to benefit from me. Nothing. So I don't be knowing how God can even use me. But you don't ask God how. He already told me not to ask him how. Not, not, yeah, not to ask him how. So, you know, I ain't got time to worry about that. I just got to keep being led by the spirit. It led me here. And it wasn't always even this much information exposed. I never knew all these things were going on in my life this whole time. I never knew this is how people felt about me. I never knew that my life was in more danger when I felt safe as opposed to when I feel unsafe. I never knew. And that right there is a move from God. But also, the Bible says only God can tell the future. And the future is being told, you know. I also have a theory about that, though. If people have plans for your life in witchcraft, if they have witchcraft and they make plans for your life, they can never ensure that it'll happen, but they can do everything in their power to see it happen like that and tell you that's what's going to happen. And it will seem as if they are telling the future. But really, they are making the future true by convincing you that that's what's going to happen. And then you make that happen by believing them. So maybe they're not really capable of telling the future. Maybe they just just throwing ideas out there and predictions that they're going to do everything in their power to see happen. But overall, it really comes down to if you allow it to happen. Then when you allow it to happen, it come true. And that's just what it is. Like, if somebody tell you, you're going to call me tomorrow. You know, you probably thinking, no, I'm not. I'm not going to call you. But maybe that thought in your head, like, I'm going to call them tomorrow. I'm going to call them tomorrow. Convince you to call them tomorrow. Did they tell the future or did they just kind of, like, play some type of psychology trick on you? So it really, it really ain't no telling. But I do want to say that five years ago, God gave me a vision of me being transformed into somebody I feel like I'm transforming into right now. He said, don't worry about the how. And I specifically asked him how all this could happen in such a short time because I was so young when I saw myself in a vision. I think I was only 19 when he gave me this prophecy. And it's all becoming true in such a short time. Like, Every year, he tells me, this time around next year, this going to be totally different. And every year, it's totally different. It's like worlds is moving around in such a short period of time, and only God can do that. 
last year, right before, no, 2020, right before 2021, I heard them say, only God can make things move like this and make things shift so quickly. And I'm like, what you mean so quickly? Like, I was in this for a month, and I feel like I wasn't going to be able to make it. But I stayed in it for a year, and I can't stand much more of this. I don't know if I'm going to survive if it take longer. And it was like, I was like, well, how long do, because the way you said it, it sounded like what? Like, how long do it usually take? Two years? Three? they like seven. And I said seven years in this, living like this, going through this. I don't know if I make it. I don't know if I'll be alive. I don't know. And when I was 23, on Halloween, they said it's gonna happen when you're 29. So, at that point, it's six years, but that was already almost a year down. So that sounds like seven years, you know. And then the Bible says, you know, the seven years of tribulation before the rapture. So it could be that. The prophecy I seen, God showed me that I was holding demons for him to come back down. I don't ever kill him. I just hold them for him. And then I defeat this demon witch. And it's a very hard, long battle. At one point, I'm going to feel like I'm going to die and lose. But that's right before I win. And then everybody is free from her wicked rule. And... I believe that that's right before the rapture, right before Jesus come back. And the reason why I believe that is because when I was in my dungeon where the demons was being held, God said to me, don't you notice how frantic they act? And look at them. And they was acting so crazy. They was starting to beg. And at first they was sounding so cocky and arrogant. Wait till I get out of here. You, I swear when I get out of here, I promise you. You're going to regret putting me in here. You're going to regret this, all this stuff, all these threats. I was like, yeah, whatever. Then God came down. As time went past, the demons started begging, please let me out. Please, 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 please let me out. I'll do anything. I'll give you anybody. They will lead me to demons and all kind of things. Like they sell out their own kind just to get out. And that's how you know they're really desperate. But... All I know is, and it's not because they care about them, but it's just because they don't never want you to win. But all I know is God came down and said, don't you see how desperate they acting? And I was like, yeah, why they acting like that? And God is like, because they know it's almost time. It's almost time. And what that means, it's almost time for them all to go into the bottomless pit. It's almost time for them all to be gone forever. He's going to take them off my hands forever. I don't, I'm not capable of eliminating them. I just hold them. He eliminates them. Or well, I give them to him and he does what he does with them. He throws them into the bottomless pit. You know, I don't know. You know, it's the science says energy cannot be created nor destroyed. So it just transfer. It's just transferred. So that made me feel like that's probably why they cannot be destroyed. Even though I'm a demon hunter, I do not kill them. I just catch them and I give them to God. God don't even kill them. He throw them into a bottomless pit where they stay forever. So he does never destroy this energy. He puts them in a place where 
you know, they can be contained. Satan, he never destroys Satan. You always always wonder why he would allow Satan to stay alive after everything that Satan did to the world and but did behind his back. But when it come down to it, you know, Satan, you know, he's going into the bottomless pit. God can do anything, though. If he wanted to destroy them, he could. You know, he just has different plans for them. You know, I guess I think destroying them would be, you know, courtesy. That'll be an easy way out because they're going to have to be tortured for the rest of eternity in a bottomless pit. And the smoke that goes up forever and ever, they're going to burn and fall. But the rest of eternity, that's worse, so... You know, God don't want nobody there but the fallen angels and Satan. He don't want his people there. But it's some people who determined to be there. They headed for destruction. And that's messed up. But I know that I'm going what I'm going through is a test of my faith so that I don't end up there too. He said to me years ago, the rapture soon is gonna happen in your lifetime. And he said, I want you to be there. I want you to go. I want you to make it. So this is what this is about. He was training me and preparing me for this fight. I believe we're in the seven years of tribulation. And that would mean, I guess, like two down, five more to go. So... That time has already been cut in half so that God can save as many people as possible because we'll never survive 14 years in this. Nobody will make it. So it's really sad, but I think signs is showing me that that's what it is. And there's so many different temptations trying to get me to, you know, stray away from God and trying to keep me from heaven. I remember at one point, in the beginning of last year, that was all like, you ain't going to heaven. We not letting you go to heaven. What you mean you going to heaven? Why she get to go? No, we ain't never let her go to heaven. And they always holding me down. And I was wondering why God would, you know, allow them, get them the opportunity to keep me from heaven if he want me to go. But I guess it's, you know, the work I need to do in order to be worthy of going and making it. It is what it is. I heard these words that hunt me from my mother. She said, he's still going to leave you. Even after all you've done, he's still going to leave you behind. And that's what they have been saying to me the whole time. But I don't know. I don't believe that God will bring me this far to leave me behind. You know, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I'm still wrong and I'm backsliding after everything. I, that's just wrong. God showed me that he can't pull the demon off of me because if he did, I just run right back to whatever I was doing like it never happened to me. This is why I got to get it off myself so I can understand the hard work and the consequences to my sin. I see that it's necessary in order for me to be transformed. Yet still, I don't do the work when I'm supposed to and that's, I can only blame myself for that. 
but at least I'm trying. And I just got to keep trying. That's all I can do. If they really succeed at dragging me down with them, then they do. But what if they don't? And that's what I'm going to keep fighting for, the what if, the possibility that I can still make it. They doing everything they can, using all their resources, but I got God. And he showed me that early on, they said it's all of us against you. You outnumbered. You will never make it. And God said, you got me. That's all you need. So why would they have to say that if, of course, they weren't already intimidated by that fact? You can't believe them. Nothing they say. You got to trust God. You got to know what you know. You got to know who God is. And you got to fight no matter what it look like. You got to hold on to him no matter what it look like. It's going to be a lot of different things tempting you and a lot of different things going on to make you feel like the promise that God is giving you don't matter or it's not really that serious or it's not true or you don't have to go that way or whatever. What you need to know is trust them anyways, no matter what it look like. Because one thing I definitely learned throughout this whole process is Satan can't really do much but lie to you. He really can't. You know, he can do he can do a lot of stuff, but most of it is just lies. And when it comes down to it, you would never know he was lying unless you already knew the truth. You got to know God. You got to know God. He going to lie and lie and lie and lie. He going to never tell you the truth. But as long as you hold on to God and you don't let go, you'll find out the truth in due time. Only time you'll find it out is after you've already, you know, fought hard for it and believed before you knew, despite what it feel like. So I might look dumb and they might laugh at me every single day and they might be able to do whatever they want to do to me and they might feel like they winning and they might even seem like they winning, but they not like... It's important to be willing to go through whatever for him and to never have nothing but him. It's important to choose him over everything. So I'm battling with that right now. This one scripture haunts me. You know, laziness results in forced hard labor. And I've been very lazy. I can't get up. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And I feel like I haven't done enough. And I know I haven't. Because if I had, then God would have brought me out this situation. I would have fought my way out of the situation by now. But, you know, I just got to trust him. I got to trust him. He got his eyes on me. He sees me. He loves me. You know, he's never going to give up on me. As long as I never give up on him, I'm good. So... I don't know if anybody ever even hear this or if it'll matter to anybody, but God makes no mistakes. 